Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransombello. This evening, I will just talk to you briefly about something and then we would um, continue on Sunday if the Lord wills. Um, you know, when you said something about the sun not going down in our anger, it's very important because... The Bible says when the disciples were asking Jesus, how many times do we forgive? And Jesus said 70 times 7. That's 490 times. And if you break down 490 times into how many hours of the day are you awake? Let's say 16 hours. 16 hours. Then the rest of the time you're sleeping. If you break down 490 times into 16 hours, that's 2 minutes. So you're meant to forgive every two minutes. One person. And then you do the same for another person. Another two, two minutes for another person. Somebody said, that's Jesus. <laughs> that's why I'm telling you that it is in your character to do it. Are you getting it? Forgiveness. These things that I'm, I'm going to be teaching you are things that you face every day. Okay? So if you don't apply them, you are not putting yourself to change. Okay? So I want you to begin to work at it. Practice at it. Practice doing it with your mom. Practice doing it with your dad. Practice doing it with your brothers. Practice doing it with your sisters. Practice doing it with your pastors. Practice doing it with your leaders. Practice doing it with those who you work with. Practice it everywhere you go. Look for opportunities to forgive. Okay? And when you see that you're struggling to, to get, get through forgiveness, take it more seriously. And make sure that your heart is rid of strife. Amen? Amen? It's very important. Very important. If you're going to have real life truth, because I feel that many of you come to church and the things you want to hear are actually rema. You know, but let's leave the very deep things, okay? And let's just talk about the basic things that we experience every day, yeah? But we would use our knowledge of who Christ is to us, our position to tackle these issues. Amen? Amen. Amen. So it's very key, very key, very key, very key. As I'm, as I'm talking to you right now, um, after this service is over, when you walk out this door, somebody's going to offend you. Yeah. I'm not saying you should say amen, but it's the truth. <laughs> Somebody is going to what? Offend you. As I'm talking to you right now. In fact, as I'm talking to you right now, somebody is offending you. Maybe. 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 You know, so it's very key for us. Hallelujah. Alright, let's do Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Are you there? Alright, verse 1 says, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2, By whom also we have access by faith into what? This grace wherein we stand. Is everybody there? Are you all reading your Bible? How are you? Are you all reading your Bible? Are you all seeing the scriptures? Alright, so let's do it again. Okay? Verse 2 says, by whom also we have access by faith 
into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now verse 1 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Somebody say peace with God. You know, I've taught you before that there is a difference between peace with God and the peace of God. The peace with God is what? Reconciliation. That's where the enmity between you and God is broken. Okay, there is no enmity between you and God. So, peace with God. But the peace of God is a function of the Holy Spirit working in you to keep you in perfect peace when you are in difficult times. That's the peace of God. That's different. But um, to be at peace with someone is just like saying the peace with God has been established with us. So there is no wall of partition or enmity anymore between we and God. So the grace of God has brought us to um, that reconciliation by faith. Now verse 3 says, and not only so, but we glory what? In tribulations also knowing. Somebody say knowing. knowing. One more time. Say knowing. knowing. Last time say knowing. knowing. That. Knowing what? That tribulation works out what? Patient. Can I tell you that as a believer, we are hardly told to believe. We are actually told to know. We are actually told to know. Very important. You don't believe what you already have. Okay? But you are told to know. Very particularly. Very important. The unbeliever is told to believe. And when the unbeliever believes, that faith, that believes, bring him into the kingdom of God. Now, look at this. Knowing that tribulation working out patience. And patience, what? Experience. Who has another version? All right. And experience what? Hope. And hope make it not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by whom? The Holy Spirit. Which is given unto us. So, I want you to see here that love is never going to be by your strength. Are you there? Love is never never going to be by your strength. Why? Because the love of God has been shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. Verse 6 says, For when we were yet without strength. Now this is where I'm going this evening. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Now this is where I'm going. Okay? Um... A lot of people love when they have a little trigger. When they have a little trigger of a reason to love. I get to my point? Yeah. I love Simon when Simon gives me a little something to love him. That's the way naturally we're wired to love. In fact, we're wired to always respond. To what someone else has done. We're not wired to initiate something. So it's either you do something for me to respond to you. 
or I do nothing because you did nothing. Do you understand that? So people usually are wired to respond to something. And when it comes to the subject of love, um, people love those they like. Do you understand my use of those words? Okay, it's easy to love someone you like. It's easy to love someone who likes you. Are you getting it? Okay, so, but, but I want you to see that your standard for which you will take dressing of how to love must come from Christ. And see how Christ has loved you. Because the love you give is not a love that starts from you. No. The love you give is the love you received. So let's say that together. The love I give is the love I have received. If you understand this, you will know that you cannot love because you are a bellow. You put your own son in there. You cannot love because you are from your family background. Bless your mind. You cannot love because it is the way you were brought up. The way you love is because of what you have received. And what you have received is what you give is what Christ has given to you. That's, that's the way to love. Hallelujah. Now, um, if, if love, if Jesus' love is not based on our response or our actions or performance towards him, that's the way your love ought to be. So the Bible says here that for when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ, what? He died for us. For the ungodly. Now verse 7 says, For scarcely, for a righteous man will one die. Yet by revenge for a good man, some would even dare to die. You see what I'm saying now? For a good man, because there is something little to give. Have you ever been in close proximity with someone and you said to yourself, if this person was somebody else, I would have done more for him. Have you said that to yourself before? If, if you just be sincere and say yes. yes. Do you understand? Have you ever said to yourself, perhaps if he was somebody else, I would have gone the extra mile for him. But because it's you, I will not need to go the extra mile because it's you. Do you understand that? Yes, so, that's what it's saying here. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet by adventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God, now let's read verse 8 together. One to go. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I hope you know that Jesus died for people who may never even accept him. Jesus loves some people who will never choose him. Jesus loves some people who will never come to the knowledge of the gospel. 
So I have one question for you. If I told you, are you listening to me? Okay, like I said, I'm dropping all the rema and all the catching points, but I just want to talk to you. So can I ask you a question? Okay. If I told you that this person you want to love will never love you back, are you going to love? <laughs> if I told you that this person will never be nice to you, no matter how much you love him. In fact, the more you love the person, the more the person will use it against you. If I told you that, are you going to love? I like sincere people say, Pastor Adil already said no. And he did that with his face straight to the wall. <laughs> Most of us, all of us, if not so, will not actually go ahead to love that kind of person. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It means he loved those who he knew were not loving back. That's number one. And number two, he's also in love with people who at the time did not have the capacity to love him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at me closely. Don't get distracted, okay? He's loving people who may never love him back. Number two, he's loving people whom at the time didn't have the capacity to to love him back. Even though eventually they would love him. But at that time, you know what many of us are going to do? We put our love on pause until when the person is ready. So when you are ready, you will come. When you have come, you will catch up. We will catch up together. That's what we do. But I want to teach you how to love in spite of a negative response. Praise the Lord. That's the God kind of love. That's, that's love beyond knowledge. Somebody say love beyond knowledge. Love beyond knowledge. The Bible says to know the love of God which passes what? Knowledge. That you may be what? Filled with all the fullness of God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15. Very important. So ask your neighbor, can you love someone who will never love you back? Look for another neighbor and ask the person, will you... No, hear the question. Hear the question. It's a different question. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. The question is, are you going to love even when love doesn't feel right? Do you understand it? Hmm? How many of you know truly there are times where love doesn't feel right? Yes. Are you are you are you real people here? Yes, sir. Okay. There's some times it doesn't feel right to love. But the Bible says while we were yet sinners, 
the love of God did not begin when we decided to receive Christ. The love of God began even before we decided to receive Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. So, my question for you is, is there any love test in your life that you're meant to pass now? Just let me give you 15 seconds to scan through and think about it. You see how I can be joking and playing about this message? But I'm hoping I'm ministering to your soul. Okay. So think about it. Is there any love test? Both in words, in action, in how you're supposed to do something, how you're meant to go about something, how you're supposed to receive something in your heart. It might be any dimension. Is there any love test in your life that you're supposed to pass now? Think about it. I believe the answer is yes. Okay? And since the answer is yes, you ought to put yourself on the journey to loving better. Amen? Okay? Put yourself on the journey to loving better. Can I tell you that when you respond to people in the negative way that they have acted towards you, you have reduced yourself to their level. You have. If somebody offends you and you take offense just because the person offended you, you have reduced yourself to that level. It's very key. So, can you look at your neighbor for me and say, don't let anyone reduce your level. Are you getting me? Tell yourself, because sometimes telling your neighbor, it feels like, you're, <laughs> tell yourself. Do you understand it? Tell yourself, I will not let anybody. <laughs> or I tell yourself, I will not let anyone drop my love standard. Let it take time to hit you. Amen. Amen. I want that scripture in, in 1 John chapter 3 where it says uh, um, uh, where the Bible says that uh, we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Because mm. we love the brethren. Yeah, First John chapter 3 verse 14 it says, we know that we have passed from what? Death to life because we what? Love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides what? In death. How do I know that you're born again? How do I know that you're saved? When you love. And love is not cheap. Love is not talk. It's not. Love is something you give your heart to. You submit to love, actually. Did I put that right? Yeah, you submit to love. Do you know why I say you submit to love? Because many times you know what love will do. And you know what you want to do. Two different things. Is that correct? There are certain times you want to do what you want to do. 
But since you know what love will do, submit to love. I'm preaching good. Tell your neighbor, submit to love. Submit to love. It's key. Hallelujah. In this house, the only thing that works here is the spirit of love, unity, and the, the spirit of Christ. That's what I want to see pervaded in your life. Amen? Amen. I want people to see you from outside and say you look like someone I met. And they're able to trace the two of you and the two of you happen to be members of TSP. I'm going to like that. Amen? Amen. Spirit of love. I went to buy something today and um, I told you what I did for one man whom I wanted to give coconut. Someone I never met. Someone did it to me today. You understand? I, I had money, but the girl was asking for one six. I had, we had one five, but I had a thousand naira more. She just needed a hundred naira. One man just, just took hundred naira and just threw it at me. I'm like, it's hundred naira, but it means a lot. If you sow in love, you will reap. Praise the Lord. You know, love attracts love. Yeah. The spirit of love, it will attract its kind. The reason why there are good people around me is because I'm a good man. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Let's look at this scripture. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. Let's start from verse 2. Start from verse 2. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. Verse 3. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things, doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Verse 4. This is where we're going. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness? Now, this riches of his goodness is love. Do you despise the riches of his goodness? Can you say after me, I am rich in goodness. I am rich in goodness. Some of you are fighting it because you don't know you are it. You have, to under, you have to first accept that you are it. Not something Pastor Phil is trying to make you become. I'm not trying to make you. I don't want to make you become. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't care to make you become. I'm just here to tell you that if you are in Christ, you already are this. And the only way you're going to live it is when you're conscious that this is who I am. Yeah? So tell yourself, I am reaching goodness. goodness. Say it again. Say, I am reaching goodness. goodness. All right? He says, or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that what the goodness of God leads you to repentance? So, if you want to, my last point before we go. Sigh offends me, let's say, hypothetically. Sigh offends me. What is the response to sigh? Naturally speaking. You know what many of us would do? 
Many of us will try to prove a point that justifies our anger, feed our ego based on how we feel, and wash him properly to the point whereby he's white as snow. And make him see the reason why in his life he should not try it again. Do you understand that? Now I'm going to differentiate between the love that rebukes which builds and the love and, and the flesh that seeks to justify self. There's a difference. Because the Bible says him whom the father loves he chastises Okay, because I have a problem with some people who can't take correction here. I have a big problem with you. If I, if I rebuke you, and then you get angry and you stop coming to church, why should you talk to me like that? It means that you have a long way to go. But see what the Bible says here. It says, knowing that the goodness of God leads you to what? To repentance. Do you know what love is going to do? Love will win Simon back by goodness. Somebody offends you and the next thing you begin to do is to be good to the person. That's what we call winning love. The love that wins. How did Jesus win you? He, was, he kept being good to you until you got so convinced of his love and you fell for him. That's how he won you. That's how God won you. Just like a guy chiking a girl. And in spite of how the girl rubbishes him, he keeps buying the blackberries, keeps buying the Hyundai's. He keeps showing her goodness. One day, when the cup of that goodness has got into her neck, Oh, I can't take it anymore. Or maybe he stops doing it. She begins to chase it. So, the way you win someone who is in conflict with you back is actually by love. Do you understand that? Yeah. Sometimes we want, to, we want to establish a conflict because that's what your flesh wants to do. You want to make an issue out of it and then you do. You feel good about it. But guess what? What you really want in your heart is for the person to be sorry. It's love that will get the person there. Somebody saying, Pastor Phil, not all the time, oh. <laughs> sometimes you know you have to don't worry you understand the balance amen I believe strongly in discipline strongly when my father is disciplining me I see love behind it so I know what I'm saying when my father is, dis- when my father is dealing with me or he's saying certain things to me I see love behind what he's doing. I 
can see it. So I'm not mistaking the spirit to the with I'm not mistaking the spirit as against something else because of the pain that I feel in the process of the discipline or the chastising or, or the chastening. You know, so it's important that you understand the way to resolve conflict is to go after the person in love. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if there is anyone here, maybe we're going to start with in-house. If there's anybody here, you have offended the person or the person has offended you. Look for the person and go to meet the person in love. Okay? Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, it will not reduce you. It only makes you more secure. It only makes you better than what you would have been if you chose not to. As a truth. Anybody who is too big to say I'm sorry. That, that person has just brought upon himself the spirit of Satan. Are you getting it? Yeah. I hope you know pride is older than sin. <laughs> pride is older than sin. Pride is the root of sin. Satan, Lucifer said to himself that I, if I just can lift up myself to be like him, you know, the only thing that will stop you from showing love is pride. Yeah. The only thing that will stop you from loving, even when somebody slaps you or when somebody insults you, is pride. Amen. So I want you to, in this house, you must get the spirit of love. Get the message. Understand it. That this is what we believe. Somebody say after me, the goodness of God. I can hear you say it again. Say the goodness of God. Leads us to repentance. You know, there's a difference between doing this because you want to win your brother back. And doing this because you want your brother to feel bad. Yeah? It's the same action. I will show him kindness so that he will know what he has done to me. <laughs> Don't worry, I understand all your minds. And let me heap coals of fire. <laughs> if you, if you, if you, how does the word put it again? That you give a cup of water or something to someone who has offended you, it's like heaping coals of fire on the person's chest so that the person will know that in spite of your nonsense, I'm still loving you. <laughs> and you do with some attitude, you know? <laughs> it's the same action, but different spirit. Yeah. The same action, but different what? Spirit. You must do it with the spirit of meekness and the spirit of humility. Do you know how many times you did God shakara before you gave your life to Christ? Do you know how many times? Do you, do you know how many times it took my message to convince you that you should be walking in church? Do you know how many times? And then somebody offends you and you are carrying it on top of your lungs. Praise the Lord. Somebody say after me, I have the spirit of love. What is the opposite of love? 
The opposite of love is fear. It's fear. It's not hate. You know why? Because hate is a manifestation of something. Mm. So the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is what? Fear. The Bible says perfect love cast out what? All. Not some. All fears. For God has not given us the spirit of for, for God has not given us the spirit of fear but he has given us the spirit of what? Love. Power and sound mind. So the opposite of love actually is fear. So when you are in the place where you don't want to love is because you are scared. Now let me put it in another way. It's because you are so insecure and you would rather protect your ego. That's fear. Are you getting it? So the power of love is a force that will drive you to becoming more like Christ. Who wants to be more like Christ here? Should I tell you what it takes? Just love, man. You know why? Because Satan can do miracles. Hmm? Satan can do what? Miracles. Satan can do signs and wonders. But Satan, he cannot love. Is it possible? So if you want to be more like God, more like Christ, love. 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 Hallelujah. Bow on your heads, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.